Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. I can't remember the uh, the specifics, but I have a memory from a, a long time ago, growing up kind of memory, where there was some controversy in the small town in which I was born and raised about whether a local diner, I think it was Ed's Diner. Ed's Diner was this classic diner, the only one in the town where I was born and raised and the structure still exists. Although now I'm, I'm not even sure what they sell inside. I know I bought some cigars there once, but I'm not sure what else they have in the old Ed's diner. TC look up Ed's diner in Doylestown and see what you find. But this is the, this is the recollection that I have that there was controversy because uh, police could go in there, the local cops, and they would be given free coffee. So police officers show up in the midst of their shift. They're on a break. They go in. They wouldn't have to pay for coffee. And the controversy was one of, well, you know, what's the propriety of giving free coffee to cops? From the from the retail establishment, I wouldn't call it a retail, from the restaurants establishment, I totally get it. I mean, isn't it a good thing to have members of law enforcement around if you're running an establishment? Wouldn't you want some type of an informal police presence. There was no crime in the town to speak of where I grew up, but it was just like the, you know, the community thing to do. Here are the people who are out there in a uniform with a gun and a badge, and they're protecting us if ever need be. And yeah, if a cop comes in in the midst of their shift, you give them a cup of coffee. The issue was, is it okay for the business to do that kind of a mitzvah for law enforcement? So I'm looking, did you find something? I'm looking at a picture of Ed's Diner yeah. and in the Bucks County History blog spot, where else? Mm. And interestingly enough, you like who who dropped off this uh, this picture and a few menus was one Mike Stockel. I recognize that name. And what? it said it says in the Bucks County History blog spot, Mike Stockel dropped stopped by to drop off several pieces of Bucks County ephemera, including two menus in this photo of Ed's Diner in Doylestown. Oh, my God. He's my friend, Ed, a childhood yeah. friend of mine. I'll send you the link. Ed's, a 24-hour diner located at Franklin and State Streets, was a popular location for more than 40 years. Owner Ed Typher acted as head cook while his wife, Laura, supervised the servers. Though Ed's was replaced by County Food Market in 1989, the Hmm. building is still quite recognizable as an Hmm. old diner. Hmm. There you go. So uh, the reason that Ed's Diner stands out in my mind is my Uncle Al, who's long gone, but my Uncle Al was a diner guy. And he was, I'll tell you a quick funny story, and pardon me on another detour, but my Uncle Al worked at a diner when you came out of the Holland Tunnel on the New Jersey side. 
So as soon as you came out of the Holland Tunnel into Jersey, there was a diner. If you were headed southbound, it was on the right side. The structure is still there. I forget what it is. And he was a short order cook at this diner. And, and like diners were in his blood. And when he came to my hometown, he would go hang out with Ed at Ed's Diner just because they were diner guys. Okay? Like, who knew? There's also a funny story about my brother having a corporate job out of college working for the old Mob Bell. Like before, it was it was Bell of Pennsylvania for whom he worked, and and then I guess they got folded into the AT and T family, and then and then Bell was broken up. And so one day, are you still with me, TC? Because you'll love this. No, I'm paying attention. I right, am. So, I'm following along. I got Holland Tunnel. Right, I got right, right. Uncle. Okay. I got so, Ed. Right, just now picture your brother. Pic- picture my brother in his younger days, in a training program for either Bell or AT and T coming out of the city, driving his own Datsun, and pulling over to the diner where Uncle Al works. Only in those days, if you worked for Ma Bell, you had to be in a a white Oxford cloth with a conservative tie, kind of IBM style. Mm -hmm. So my brother walks in in a suit and a white shirt and a tie and goes into the the diner and wants to, to say hello to Uncle Al. So he says, hey, I'm here to see... Uh, Alex, Alex Blazevich was my uncle Al. And the person behind the cash register looks up at my brother dressed the way he's dressed and says, we don't know any Alex. There's no Alex here. <laughs> like my uncle, my uncle Al is in the kitchen. You know, he's like making somebody him. breakfast. But they look at my brother and they, no. this is no good comes from this. Like this nothing is the IRS. Here. This is somebody. <laughs> this is here. somebody established. This is right. Nothing to see here. That nothing is a to great see story. Here. That is a great story. Amazing. So, Never heard of him. Yeah. So anyway, Uncle Al would come to town and he would go to Ed's Diner, and that's why Ed's Diner is is an institution that I remember, even though I was a young kid at the time. And my recollection is that the controversy at Ed's was over cops being able to be given free coffee and just, you know, the propriety of doing a solid for a police officer. All right. So how far we have come when restaurant Hilda and Jesse's co-owners in San Francisco are now apologizing for asking three San Francisco police officers to leave their establishment because they had guns. From the Sacramento Bee, a California restaurant says it asked three police officers to leave because their weapons made workers uncomfortable. An Instagram post by Hilda and Jesse Restaurant in San Francisco on the Friday, December 3rd incident, describes the brunch spot as a safe space that does not allow weapons. After seating the uniformed officers, so the, these three cops come in in uniform and obviously with their guns, employees felt uncomfortable with the presence of their multiple weapons and politely asked them to leave. Quote, we respect the San Francisco Police Department and are grateful for the work that they do. We welcome them into the restaurant when they are off duty, out of uniform and without their weapons. Police Chief William Scott wrote on Twitter that his department asks officers to support local businesses and get to know those they're sworn to safeguard. The San Francisco Police Department stands for safety with respect 
even when it means respecting wishes that our officers and I find discouraging and personally disappointing, he wrote. He wrote that he believes most city residents appreciate police. Rachel Silcox is the co-owner of Hilda and Jesse, told a local media outlet that the restaurant is not anti-police. Quote, it's about the fact that we do not allow weapons in our restaurant. It has nothing to do with the fact that they were officers. It has everything to do that they were carrying guns. Like, are you blanking me? I want to go back to the Ed's Diner day where the argument is not whether you ask police to leave because they have guns, but rather, is it okay to show them a little support and solidarity by giving them a cup of coffee. I had last night as a guest the aforementioned San Francisco police chief with me. Now, in in deference to the restaurant, uh, they have apologized. There was an addendum put on the Sack B story that says, update, restaurant Hilda and Jesse's co-owners apologized on Instagram for asking the officers to leave, saying we made a mistake. The post says the restaurant is grateful to all members of the force who work hard to keep us safe. As you might imagine, now, and and at least as of yesterday, the restaurant is closed. The trolls have come out. Look, the restaurant made a mistake. In my view, the restaurant made a bad mistake, a disrespectful mistake. How in the world could they be looking at the same footage that all of us are looking at in San Francisco with a very, quote-unquote, progressive D.A. in Chesa Boudin, I think that's the pronunciation, and not instead want to be welcoming of cops who come in. I mean, are you going to walk into a restaurant and, and see three police officers with weapons and say, "Ooh, I better not stay here? Me, I'm going to walk in and I'm going to say, damn, I can relax <laughs> because there's somebody armed and on my side. But the point is, what a distance we, we have traveled from the days of Ed's Diner. What a distance we have traveled from the days of Ed's Diner. I, I asked the chief last night, I think the, the audio that I've got is, is where I asked him whether he was accepting of the apology that has now been offered by the restaurant owners. Let's listen. Chief, you said that the owners apologize today. Are you accepting of the apology and what do you want for that business? Because as reprehensible as I think it was for them to have asked your officers to leave, I, I don't want them wiped out as a result. I, I mean, lesson learned, right? Correct. And on behalf of the department, yes, I accepted their apology. Look, I mean, one of the things that we have to do, and this was said by the owners of the, rest, the restaurant, is we have to sit down and have conversations. You know, that's what we do in this city. We, we know that there are sometimes opposite sides of conversations about police officers and police like this guy but we sit down we have conversations and we can agree to disagree but there has to be some civility in this process and um you know time is a healer and you know pe- people were upset about this and rightfully so no doubt uh, but time is a healer and and we're willing to have a as a department sit down and talk to anybody who's willing to sit down and talk to us well i applaud your attitude Chief. hey I, I like him william scott san francisco police department chief a, a bigger man than i I can tell you that I, I would have been I would have been uh, I'd have been doing a slow burn over that restaurant. But I don't want them to fail. Like, you know, people coming out on, on Yelp now going nuts. And I hope that they're able to get their act back together. Am I wrong in how I'm looking at this? Call me. It's a great issue. TC, you wanted to say something? I just 
I wanted to say one note that's sort of on the side of this, but not yeah. exactly a, a, a touch to this. I tell me. I think that um, when I see a policeman in my neighborhood, I think how lucky I am to be able to say, okay, I feel better because there's a policeman in my neighborhood. Like that, that policeman is making me feel safe. And yep. the reason I do that is because I'm a white female and I never have to worry about Emma or if I had a son um, getting in touch, you know, having an interaction with the police that might be negative. So that is something that I recognize. I am very, very privileged to have that reaction to the police. And I just have to. Uh, okay. I, I know well, you're going to accuse me of being all woke and all that kind yes. of thing. I'm, yes, I am. But, Emma. But Emma, that's I'm the speaking truth. to Emma right now. I'm not even no, speaking to TC. It's that, like that Emma's is, influence. That, but, but is it not the truth? Uh Emma, I the, the don't fact think that, the, the fact that you the policemen make you feel safe, better, good across the board, the same as me. You cannot say that is not. Here's what I because will grant of our, you. the color of our skin. Here is here is what I will grant you. If I look in the rearview mirror and I'm being pulled over, I am going to if if I am a black Michael, I am going to have a sense of apprehension. I mean, frankly, if I get pulled over as a white guy, I'm apprehensive. But I acknowledge that if I'm a black male, there's going to be an enhanced sense of apprehension about, uh uh-oh, what's about to go down? Totally conceded. But if we walk into, if, 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 if we walk into Hilda and Jesse's and we're white or we're black or we're Asian or Hispanic, no, I'm not buying into any well, of that. Well, that's why I said it wasn't direct, but it was sort of alongside. So that okay. when I hear you say, I just think that needs to be acknowledged. That's all I'm saying. But not in this specific context. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I you, think, it's, were, I think it, it's, you, how can you not acknowledge it? It's out there. No. It's I, not I, just traffic stops. So are you telling me that this is actually a business decision that, that Hilda and Jesse that they they know that a portion of their clientele no, they're, aren't they're going to want to eat just, with cops. No, 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 no they're saying know, it's no know, guns you know at else? all. Wait, listen. They're saying no weapons at all. Okay, is it really about the guns, or is it about the cops? It's if about the, the cops. Guns. Is it? I don't know. I don't listen know. to you, slow burn, making a controversy where there isn't one. What is oh, where with there you? where there isn't one. They 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 closed. Accepted the, the cops were thrown out. I'm, I want them to survive. I'm the guy who says thing. they've they've suffered they've suffered a, uh, a harm to their reputation, which they deserved. Now I don't want to wipe them out. I want them to be back in business, and I want cops to be able to go in there and sit down and get a free cup of coffee. All right, the last part I was kidding about, but you know where I'm coming from. Ed's Diner sponsors this portion of the program. No, I'm kidding you. The Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, 
and Judy Woodruff come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.